Welcome to Planning Point, a podcast of Baptist Church Planning Ministry whose purpose is to help churches reproduce churches. We hope that this session will help encourage, promote, and strengthen the efforts to produce healthy and biblical church plants. Thank you for joining us here on Planting Point, and it's my privilege to have with me Caleb Terry, pastor at City Light Baptist Church, church planter, and God just did a great work here at Gallatin at City Light recently. Brother Terry, good to have you here with us. That's good to be here. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about how God led you to Gallatin, Tennessee to start City Light. Yeah, so we um, grew up in East Tennessee originally, so I've always had a heart for the area. So started full-time staff uh, back in 2015 in uh, Theodore, Alabama. And uh, we went down with the intention that we would do training um, through the ministry there to eventually uh, either take over a church or to plant a church. So it's always kind of been in my heart. And so uh, over a five-year stretch, the Lord, I think, uh, really did some preparation in our hearts. And then um, about two years ago, God began to kind of move in our hearts about planting a church. And so we had connected with you at a, uh, with Brother Roland at a um, church planting conference up in uh, Montgomery. And so my pastor made, wanted to make the connection. And so we reached out to say, okay, where, you know, uh, what do you do? What's the next steps? And so the Lord had put a couple areas uh, on my heart, some areas that we felt like, you know, this would be a good place to start a church. One, one of those places was the Nashville area. Uh, being being originally from Tennessee, I felt um, like this was a growing area, a place that that probably would need the gospel. And so, brother, uh, when I spoke to brother Roland, he said, uh, "If if you're considering Nashville, all you should consider the city called Gallatin, Tennessee. It's a bedroom community. Uh, people are moving there. Uh, they're working in Nashville, but they're moving and living in Gallatin. And so, I'd never heard of it. And so, I just kind of put it away and and said, you know, I'm not, you know, okay, it's great. So I kind of put that away. And about two months later, I was talking to another friend who had been a little bit of a mentor to me, uh, and uh, when I was in college." And uh, he said, what are you thinking about doing? And, and I said, well, I'm considering planting a church, considering Nashville. And uh, again, I, uh, he said, uh, this, this other man said, if you're considering Nashville, you should think about Gallatin, this little city called Gallatin. And uh, I just, I, and this, what I've always told people is I'm just, I'm just Southern. I'm just, I'm just simple. And uh, I just said, you know, Lord, if you want me to do something, you got to put it real bottom shelf for me. And I felt like that was God uh, trying to get it through my head. Okay, you should look at this place. You know, you should consider it. And so that's kind of what led that, started that process. And so me and my pastor flew up here and uh, we met with you and uh, Brother Roland and kind of drove around and, and uh, just through several different confirmations, we felt like, you know, this is where, this is where God was leading us. Yeah, I think I mentioned to you in the process, you know, if you don't start a church in Gallatin, yeah. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. It's just really ripe and boy, the uh, just, uh, you know, when you, when you know that God is in it, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference right. in the world. So we've seen God move two years ago. We see God. We see God uh, developing a whole uh, uh, strategy to reach the area, and that's what our ministry really jumped in. Uh, you went through some time of deputation, mm-hmm. and uh, tell us how that went. Did churches receive you well, and, and did you were able to get good support through a lot of the churches in the area and other in other areas? Yeah. So my pastor had made some good connections, and so if and what I found was I didn't really know that many people, but if my pastor knew them or if they were familiar with you know Baptist church planning or anything like that, really anybody that was familiar with 
planting uh, churches nationally, meaning in in America, uh, they were they were pretty open, you know, to to what we we're wanting to do. And so, uh, over a year, we we raised our finances relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were raising. We started in September uh, of 2019, and so we really jumped in heavy towards the beginning of uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. And so January 2020, it was like just meeting after meeting so january february got into march and we were just we we're excited things were moving forward and then uh, we were at a meeting in um, mississippi and things just you know they said get home we're things are shutting down and so for several months basically mid-march through june uh, people weren't really doing a whole lot of things did some digital ones you know people still wanted to be true to commitments and and things and I appreciated that for sure but really it was almost June before we could really pick back up again mm-hmm. and uh, but even through that people were taking us on people were calling us and saying I know we don't have we know you haven't been here but we still want to you know we still want to take you we'll have you sometime you know mm-hmm. and so there, there's several churches even now that we've never been to we know them we've called them on the phone but they've and they've taken us on um, the Lord was just good to them and their missions program through that through that process knowing that we were moving you know we're going to move here in the, in the fall and so uh, god was good to us it was a really amazing thing well if you can raise support during a covid year yeah. you can god's definitely with you yes <laughs> um no so we speed up from that and we get into trying to start in the fall of 2020 oh, but man. because of the outbreaks and spikes of covid just had to push that back mm-hmm. to uh to march yeah. of 2021 but that gave you some time when you you moved here early, which we do recommend you yeah. move it to the area early, several months early, and then at that time you need to really focus on saturating the area with the gospel. Yeah. So you were one of the first church plants that used the Christ first uh, saturation, mm-hmm. which basically is we want to get the gospel into every heart, every house, mm-hmm. uh, every person's hands in the area. And so you did that back in September, October, mm-hmm. and uh, how did that go? Just saturating with the gospel, developing a whole uh, sense of uh, gospel centeredness in mm-hmm. your ministry first, as we see in the Bible. How did that go? How, do you still have people from that already? Yeah, for sure. So we, I knew we wanted to do something, and really, you know, the church plant was not going to be because of the COVID situation in our city. Um, we were going to need to move it you know, five months out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of hard to tell people we're going to start, start a church. Or when are you starting it? We're going to start it in, in it half a year from now, you know? <laughs> so, um, and people are cooped up in their homes at that point anyway. And so what do you, you know, it just didn't seem like a feasible thing. So when we started to discuss the Christ First campaign, I felt like that was a great thing um, as far as like, we're going to till the ground really mm-hmm. is kind of was the idea. And so we, what we did, we, um, we ordered 10,000 mailers, that would go into the community, and so we sent those out, and then um, we started. And, and I'm sure that brother one, you can, you, I'm sure you have other things on this that you would go through. But we did, we did a website that would direct mm-hmm. back to with a gospel presentation, and then we had door hangers as well. And so, really, I felt like for us, the purpose to get our to, to let the people know that there's a church coming, you know, that to get really the emphasis was on the gospel, and then to just have a presence in the community. And so, with that, we we did get. Just almost automatically, we had um, people started calling us, and so which is I'm not necessarily used to as far as church ministry goes. You know, saying there's a new church in town, you know, and just has the this is we just want to share this with you, really the gospel. 
And people started calling us right off the bat. So I had five or six people call me within two days of sending that. I was actually at a conference in, um, I was actually at a conference in Albuquerque and was out there for a couple of, I sent it, flew out the next, flew out the next day. And then people started calling me, <laughs> you know, uh, about it. And so we actually have, we have several contacts still and I have a man that's been with us since the first Bible study we ever did. Um, he, he called me, I went and visited him and then, you know, he started coming to our Bible studies right off the bat. And so we felt like, you know, the fact that it let people know we're, we're coming and then we've already seen, we've seen, you know, connections from it already. And so we, you know, I wouldn't do that any different. I would do that again. So you, you got to the area early, moved your family here, and yep. then you were able to do the Christ first yep. uh, campaign, saturate the area with the gospel, which is biblical mm -hmm. to you. You've got to saturate with the gospel first. You know, we don't see Paul and Silas going into a town or Paul and Barnabas and saying, uh, putting up a sign first saying, new church in town, come mm -hmm. visit us. No, they went and they preached the gospel. Right. And then the church uh, began organically out of that. So that's what happened here in Gallatin as well. You know, the more saturation of the gospel. And then a few months later, you uh, sent out mass uh, uh, advertising for the beginning of the new church. Mm -hmm. And obviously the uh, door hangers with uh, John Romans and all of that. Yeah. So then let's speed up then to your launch, your yeah. first week. And we had Get Acquainted meetings, which for me, I didn't know how other churches were going to be involved with the COVID situation, yeah. but we had great involvement, yeah. good involvement. Yeah. We had uh, churches here every night mm -hmm. representing their communities and their churches, and they were excited mm -hmm. to be a part of this. And so uh, it built every night, and you, know, you preached the last night, and it was a great week, I think especially for some of your core people mm -hmm. uh, to experience that. And then your first Sunday. Yeah. So uh, out of all that that went on, even during a COVID time, tell us uh, what happened on your first Sunday. Yeah, so we, we really had, I feel like that first week of meetings, you know, we were tired, but like in a good way. And so, you know, it kind of led up into people were coming to visit and kind of just trying to check us out. So, and, but I think what that did for us, just as a side note, we weren't leading into our first Sunday. None of us were nervous, hmm. you know, because we had two, two Sundays prior to the grand opening right. that we, we kind of ran through and got a rhythm. And then we were in church, doing church every night. So by the time Sunday came, none of us were like apprehensive, like this is just what we do. You know, mm -hmm. this is our rhythm. So that was really, really good. So come Sunday, um, I was kind of playing it back and forth, like should we have maybe do two services or something like that, just because I knew we'd have a lot of family in. Uh, but we started on Time Change Sunday, which uh, <laughs> which was, you know, that was, um, you, you know, you plan the church plant in October. You don't think, uh, is, is Time Change going to be a thing? And so uh, I said, okay, let's just pull the trigger, one one major, you know, one big service. And so the Lord, the Lord was so good uh, to us. And so uh, we ended up having, I think it was 73 this past Sunday. You know, we know mm. that we had some, mm. we know that we had well-wishers that were here. And so, you know, overall, we, we believe in over the last six months or so, we have somewhere in the ballpark of 50-something people, contacts that are, yeah. are kind of come out, that have come out of that. So we had some families that weren't, weren't able to make it and probably actually that overslept on this past Sunday. And so right. it is what it is. You think about that kind of thing, you know, <laughs> um, in, in, in the post. But, uh, but yeah, God was very good to us in that thing. And you, you just never know, you know, with, with this season, you don't, you know, are people going to respond? Are people going to come? 
and uh, we feel like people people want to connect with it. So we'll just see what the Lord wants to do with that over the next over the next few few months. You know, uh, Brother Terry, as I look at your church plant, there are three things that really uh, stand out, and they're all three very positive elements that we like to see in every church plant. But in yours, they were very obvious. Number one, we see a direct calling of God. And so wherever God leads, you know He's going to provide. You know He's going to work. And that's so important. You didn't come to Gallatin because it was a growing area. Mm -hmm. You didn't come to Gallatin because it's a nice area, Mm -hmm. although both those things are true. You didn't come to Gallatin because of the uh, medium age is in the 30s and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of families. You know, uh, that's true as well. Uh, you didn't come to Gallatin because of future growth. Mm-hmm. Um, all those elements are here, and all those things are needed. But overall, uh, what takes precedent is you needed God's calling. Mm-hmm. You needed God's moving. And we saw that every step, even during COVID, like mm-hmm. raising support and all that. So that was very, very obvious. The second thing that stands out to me is you had a very supportive, uh, strong, reproducing church mm-hmm. behind you. Your pastor now, I believe, uh, wants to plant several churches out of his church, Uh and he's talked to me about that, uh, Brother Toole down in Theodore, Lighthouse Baptist. And he was uh, very gracious and very helpful uh, through this process Uh as well. And then the third element that I saw, uh, which we've hit on just a little bit, is the uh, evangelism. Saturation evangelism. Again, this is so biblical and I feel like we don't do enough of it leading into a church plant, even though we do a lot. Uh, I see biblically, again, the uh, evangelizing, 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 and then getting moving to the area early and connecting with people and building a nucleus, mm-hmm. having that Bible study early on that lead, led into you know the opening meetings and so on. Uh, but that was very obvious with your church plant, and God blessed that as well. It wasn't rushed. Mm-hmm. You gave God time to really build and work. Yeah. And uh, can I speak in that real quick? Sure. I think and give me like thirty seconds. But I feel like um, what I've seen is a lot of guys want to get into the community, and they want to have like a what this is just the analogy that comes to me. But they kind of want to have a birthday party. You know, this is my grand opening. And then yeah. they invite everybody, and then they're mad that nobody comes to their birthday party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But you really, you need to connect. There needs to be a connection with people before people necessarily trust mm-hmm. trust you, you know? And so I felt like, you know, I think really through the, um, um, just through some advice that you gave us, you know, if we can have that six-month run-up or we yeah. can meet people, we can connect with people, connect with other pastors in the area, mm-hmm. You know that that maybe have people that drive forty five minutes, and they you know we had a pastor that does that. They they had a family that drove forty five minutes mm-hmm. to their church, but he said, hey, you know maybe you should consider driving fifteen minutes to this new church plant. You mm-hmm. know, and then we have met business owners in this area that you know are open to that. That we're really in with the chamber of commerce. That you know they're just really they're good to us. You know mm-hmm. they're, they're our friends at this point, and so really making legitimate connections with people. You know, outside of a um, a evangelism context, that way, when it does come time for okay, this is let's talk about Christ or let's talk mm-hmm. about the grand opening of our of our ministry, we have a little bit of credibility there, mm-hmm. and so that I think that helped us like substantially, um, kind of going into the grand opening. You know, it's often said you only get one birth, mm-hmm. you get one start, mm-hmm. and you want it to be a healthy birth. You want to be a bi- biblical birth and a blessed birth. Mm-hmm. 
and I believe you had those elements there. And I do agree with you. Sometimes uh, guys want to rush in and just uh, have a big open day and, and go on. And uh, sometimes because they didn't, I believe, didn't allow God to work mm -hmm. the way God wanted to, uh, sometimes they don't get the results they want. And not to say that having a big crowd is, is what you're looking for, mm -hmm. but you could definitely see that you didn't just have an open Sunday and all of a sudden there are all these 73 people or people you've never met before. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them you, you've met months prior mm -hmm. and through the other outreaches you did leading up to, you know, you met along the way. Mm -hmm. Yes, you had some first timers and you will yeah. continue. Uh, but some of those though were invited by other people that right. knew about it. So. Mm -hmm. And, and the other thing, too, is you hit on the local pastors. We do advise the church planners to get there early, four or five months early. And if they need to raise support, raise mm -hmm. 10, the last 10 to 20% of their support in that area with those local pastors. Because they, those pastors will get involved. Mm -hmm. And then if they know that you appreciate their involvement and they get excited about that, years down the line, they're going to be your best friend. Yep. They're going to... Nor normally pray for you, help you, even when you get into maybe your own building, even maybe sending people over to help build or even give and so on. And it's a great, great cooperative spirit that's uh -huh. there. And uh, I just appreciate you, Brother Terry. appreciate yeah. your, um, your willingness to be used of God, to be led of God. And I'm praying for you uh, for some great days ahead. Amen. Now, let me ask you this before we, before we end. What can we pray for you about your family, your church, where you're at right now. I know we're, you're going into your second Sunday, yeah. and uh, I don't know if you've slept all week, <laughs> uh, but for those listening, how can we pray for you? Yeah, for sure. So I think for me personally, you know, just for wisdom to know, you know, I want to, I want to, this is my first go around as yeah. far as pastoring. So I want to make the right decisions and I want to care for people. I want to love people in a way that, that I think pleases the Lord. Amen. And so um, for wisdom, maybe beyond my, my experience would be, yeah. would be great. And then, you know, we're just praying that um, God will give us some connecting pieces. And so they kind of give the, uh, the analogy like Legos, everybody has a connector, you know, and so um, that places that connect people. And so we'd love to be able to connect people with people and kind of mm -hmm. lift some of the burden of, um, I have to be, you know, this to everybody, but the Lord would maybe provide some stability for us to be able to, uh, to grow and, and do some things um, quickly. Sure, so. sure. Well, thank you, Brother Terry. Appreciate your heart and for ministry and what God is doing through you. Mm -hmm. And thank you for all those who are listening to Planting Point. May God bless you as you continue to go forward for Him and help churches reproduce churches. For more resources, visit bcpm.org and source.bcpm.org.